Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions, And taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. So when we think about our own experience as young people and the fact that we knew lots of people who use substances, um, times have actually changed. And if you can believe that, the number of youth who use substances has declined. Okay, guys, so... I don't know if you know, but um, Mondays are really a special podcast to us because what we started a few years ago was The Common Parent, and you um, have probably heard us talk about it if you're listening to the Monday podcast, and we just learned so, we learned so much from these experts, and I just, actually someone on our team was like, I just, it feels so unfair that not everyone gets access to this because it's a membership program and we get members to come in uh, to this community that we've created because it's kind of like a safe place and people are there because they want to learn about parenting and you can have conversations about, you know, what's going on with your kids when teen and tweenhood is not about you. It's really about your tween or teen and you can't really talk about it anymore. And we've even talked to parents who like can't even have a conversation with their friends because their friends will judge them based on based on how their teen or tween is acting. And they're like, well, your kid can't hang out with my kid. And it's really an unfortunate thing because teen and tweens are going to make mistakes. And the common parent is just really an honest and open conversation about tween and teenhood and the challenges. And it doesn't mean your kid is bad. It doesn't mean they're like, you know, like it's not a reflection of you, their journey, their journey is about them. And I think that that's a really big mistake because we've normalized toddler behavior and grade school behavior as something as like, this is quote unquote normal. But all of a sudden we talk about tween and teen, tween behavior and it becomes like, all of a sudden it's like a mother's, um, the moms did something wrong to raise a child that's disrespectful or rude or going through, you know, challenges with drugs or alcohol or sex. And I'm like, it is, it's just, we have to debunk these myths. And that's really what these podcasts are about is to give you guys a little piece of information to hopefully make parenting easier. And if you are in a position to join the common parent where you can learn more, I really encourage you to go check out the commonparent.com, especially with the launch of the journal and really learning how to connect and communicate with your teen. That's what this is all about. And we bring in experts like the one you're going to hear today. His name is Dr. Scott Hatland and he is, excuse me for falling over that, but he is amazing. He is a doctor like in a specialty at the Boston Hospital, Children's Hospital on, on drugs and alcohol and um, talks a lot about addiction and is just a really smart human, uh, a father himself. And the first to say, you know, I don't know what I'm doing with my own children, but I can, I can tackle this topic on drugs and alcohol because he has two younger children. So I'm like, don't worry, your time will come. You will be the expert of that time. It's just not right now. And Sometimes we give him advice and the, he was dropping off his kinder, kindergarten. He's like, I need advice. And I'm like, this is what I can tell you for facts because we've done it seven times. Um, but the interviews are really to give you insights. And this conversation that you're about to listen to on drugs and alcohol can be really, I think, a scary world because 
what was true for us as as children growing up is not true for them. Right now in Canada, drugs are legal and accessible everywhere. Drugs look fun. Drugs look cute. Drugs look like like something that everybody wants to try. Drugs are something that people, parents are doing at parties. And, you know, whether they're gummies or vaping or, you know, any of these things that we're normalizing and they're just seen as pop-up shops. Like, on, guys, in Toronto, they're on literally every street, like three or four on one street in your local neighborhood. It's just like in your local neighborhood, there's a drugstore, mushrooms. Everyone's talking about mushrooms and microdosing. And I think as parents navigating this conversation, you're like, oh my God, not only do we have to navigate like um, fentanyl, which is literally everywhere and in things that your children don't really mean to consume, but accidentally do. And then the other thing is normalizing this conversation and let, educating them in a way that lets them know that, you know, they don't have to do this. And I think that that was really one of the biggest take-homes for us was that when you hear this conversation, and obviously on the Mondays, it's a snippet of it because a whole podcast is over on The Common Parent. Um, when you hear these conversations, sorry guys. I've got a water bottle rolling around, so that's what's happening right now. Um, when you hear these conversations, our whole point is to not sound the alarm bell. Our whole point is not to scare anybody. Our whole point is to inform, educate, and empower. And that's exactly what Dr. Scott does is empower you as a parent. And the biggest take home, like if you got this far, thank you. Um, the biggest take home is that being addicted to drug or having an alcohol or drug addiction is a lot less than, than us as parents think it is. And it's not a huge, I think a lot of us are like, oh my God, they're going to do drug once, drugs once and uh, they're going to be addicted. It actually is not the case. And Dr. Scott Hanlon really does um, chill us out in that way and really is smart about the information and Again, it comes down to communication and that's what it's all about and having your kids kind of listen to you in a way that they trust you rather than just being like, drugs are bad. And I, Nat and I actually already did this intro and it didn't go for some reason, but we talked about this notion that if you tell your kids that drugs are really bad and that drugs are terrible, when their friends, and I'm not saying if, I'm saying when someone they know in their peer group goes and does it, and nothing happens. In fact, they look really fun and it looks like a really good time and everything's normal. They begin to question our truth and our honesty because when we just make them like the menace and then people they know do them and nothing happens, they begin to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought you did drugs and that was it for you. Like you were over. Then I think the notion is that we really have to understand that experimenting is quite normal. And I know that is like a really overwhelming thought, but if they're not experimenting, their friends are experimenting, or it's in the conversation of experimentation, whether it's vaping, gummies, drugs, alcohol, all of this is in their wheelhouse and in their world. And it, they might not be talking to you about it, but if we can go to them and have these conversations or even write, you know, in your journal, if you have it, you know, a prompt that says, Hey, I, I heard a really interesting podcast today that, uh, you know, about drugs and alcohol and it really opened my mind. And I, I, I can imagine that this sometimes 
is in your world. And I, I wondered if you ever want to talk about it, or I wonder how you feel about it, or if you have any questions, I'm totally here without zero judgment. And you don't have to accuse them and you don't have to put the rules down, but you can open the conversation and they might not write back, but at least they know that you're aware of that, you know, you're aware and you're learning and it's current. It's not like it was back in, you know, 1999 when you took your drug course. So I, or like when you went to school and they're like, don't do drugs. So, uh, also a really powerful tool. God, I'm talking a lot before we get to the interview. And when you hear Dr. Scott, you're going to be like, thank you. Because if that you can delay them, the longer, the better. That's what he says. It's a really good thing if we can delay them, but sharing your stories as an, as a teenager and writing in their journal and being like, Hey, I want to let you know this one time I was at a party and someone offered me a drug and I didn't know what to do. And I, I felt overwhelmed and I wanted to try it because I was curious, but I didn't want to get in trouble. You know, you can share your experience based on where they are. And it really does take down the walls of you being a human versus you being just this adult that is this human being that like they think is perfect or they think that you think you're perfect. So listen to the interview. There are so many take-homes that you will get from this um, and information that I think is not alarming and makes you be like, okay. I can navigate this. I got this. And you can go follow Dr. Scott everywhere on social. He does all the TV interviews. It really was an insightful interview. And if you are curious about The Common Parent, go to thecommonparent.com. Let's take a quick break. Listen to what he has to say. And we'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This show is sponsored by by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. 
We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash catandnat. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. I think like the number one question for all of us, like, they're all going to try probably something, but addiction to trying something is a huge gap. And how is mom like say no to drugs feels so 1980s? Like mm-hmm. what are, what, what, what's our game plan as moms for, for unrolling this information to, to kids to help them protect themselves without the hard abstinence rule, which feels so outdated as moms who are living in the big city, you know? Yeah, no, you're totally right. I mean, that is an outdated approach. And in fact, you know, there there have been some studies that have looked at this and found that just say no to drugs and this is your brain on drugs and all the sorts of messaging that that I got when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s has actually been ineffective. And, and if anything, may have actually caused some harm, may have actually taken some teens who might not have otherwise tried substances and made them think like, Hey, now I really want to try them. So you, you really have to be careful with this messaging. It can backfire um, and actually cause more harm than good. Having said that, um, there actually are good data to, to show that here in the U.S. at least, um, and I haven't seen comparable data from Canada, um, uh, but they're probably out there and I could dig them up. Um, here in the U.S., it actually is more common than not for high school seniors 
to not be actively using substances. So, so you're right, you know, most youth will try a substance at some point, but most won't sort of actively use them. And so I actually think one thing that we can do as parents, and I have, I have two young kids, they're not, um, they're not teenagers yet. So, um, uh, I'm in for it down the road, but, um, one thing we can do as parents is we can tell them, hey, you know, it's actually normal to choose not to use drugs or substances regularly. Um, that, um, you know, most people your age are not actually actually actively using alcohol or drugs. And so um, that that's like a normal and okay thing to do. Now, young people will often feel like everybody around them is, is using something because, you know, I think, and, and we all, we all grew up and sort of went to high school. Um, you know, that the people who are using stuff, um, you sort of hear about. And so it can feel like lots of people are using substances, but the data actually tell us that most people are not actively using substances. So the first thing I would do is just normalize that it's okay to use nothing. Can wow, we? I'm, I'm surprised by that. I, I, thought, yeah. I thought all the kids were. I think we should dev- define using actively. So is that week a weekend party once a month, or do we define using actively differently? Um, because I know it was riddled at high school. Drinking was kind of riddled at high school parties growing up, and it was common. It was a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. So is alcohol included in? What using and how much is using it or is that even is it once using? Yeah, yeah, no, super good question. So um, the, the, the way the questions are structured here in the U.S., the, the facts on which I'm basing these data um, are uh, past 30 day use. So you're actively using if you've used in the last month. And I would say that's a pretty good definition of being active, right? If you haven't drank alcohol or drunk alcohol in the last month, then you're not really actively using. Um, you may have used in the past, but you're not actively using at that moment. Um, alcohol is included in those data that I just said. Um, uh, I think the, um, the, the thing that you want to keep in mind here though, is that, um, so when we think about our own experience as young people and the fact that we knew lots of people who use substances, um, times have actually changed. And if you can believe it, the number of youth who use substances has declined. Um, it has not gone up. It's actually gone down overall. Um, and so the number of youth who are drinking alcohol is at an all-time low. Um, marijuana has been a little bit stagnant. Um, it sort of had a decline from the 90s when it was pretty common. That's when I, I grew up. Um, it sort of had a nice decline, um, but has sort of stagnated a little bit such that in recent years, it's stayed constant and... Um, there are still, you know, a fair number of youth who use marijuana, but it is actually lower than it's been in a really long time as well. It's just that it's not continuing to decline the way that alcohol and other substances are. I'm I'm so happy. I'm so happy with this research. Are are there strategies we're giving them to, like I I was saying to Nat, I think so much of us is trying to educate our kids how to get out of situations they may be uncomfortable in, or, you know, drugs are like, there's drugs we don't even know about that are presented to them. So it's really hard for us to have these conversations with them about use, because what we know is around isn't necessarily what is being used uh, amongst them. So are, are, is there, are we educating them on what, like, what is 
our role as parents as as helping them prevent an, an addiction? And is there a role we can we can use or are some kids just more susceptible to becoming an addict or is there a multiple of factors that we have in order to help protect them against making these decisions or is it that's, that's, so, many, that's so many questions i want i want to hear I all just of these. like genetic like what are we doing here as parents to help prevent that full-blown addiction can we prevent it or is it is it hereditary or genetic or environment or yeah that that is a lot to unpack and and um they're all the key questions that i think parents need and want to know so so the first thing is yes there is a there is a common predisposition um, that families that have a history of substance problems of, of addiction um, are more likely to have kids um, who have problems. And it's not sort of like one substance to the next. So that, so for example, like um, it's not necessarily that a parent had a problem, say with opioids, and then their kid is more likely to have a problem with opioids. That is true, but it's actually sort of addiction as a whole and not substance specific. So um, when we, so for example, when I see patients in my clinic who struggle with opioid addiction and you ask them, did your parents have a problem with substances? You know, often the answer is yes, but it's actually not necessarily opioids. It's often, in fact, it's most commonly alcohol because alcohol is the the substance that the most people struggle with in the US. And so there is this predisposition to um to addiction, but it's not um it's not deterministic. It's not sort of um that uh if you've got a family history, you're definitely going to have a problem. Um, you know, nature is only one part of this. Nurture is a is a big other part of it. Um one tiny thing that I'll I'll do to sort of um uh, just shift the language that we use. We actually, in our line of work, try to stay away from using the word addict altogether. And here's why it feels really stigmatizing to families, right? Like imagine if you're a parent and you say, um, you know, my kid, uh, is an addict that, that feels really heavy. It's hard for a kid. It's hard for a family. And so we try to say like, um, a young person struggling with addiction or a young person living with addiction or a young person with a substance use disorder. And it just sort of makes it something that, um, is easier for families to talk about, um, yes. and, and share with other people. Cause this can be such an isolating condition. Um, so then you would ask the question, you know, what do we do to equip our, our teens? Like, how do we prevent this from happening in the first place, right? Most, most teens who use substances, by far and away, most teens who use substances will not go on to have a problem, okay? So, like, we can all relax to some extent. Um, <laughs> it really is going to be the minority that has a problem. And if and when they do, there are things that we can do. Um, some of the risk factors. So how do you know if your, your kid is going to be one of those kids that goes on to have a problem? Um, I'd say the most common thing that we see is that they have um, comorbid mental health problems. So they may struggle with severe depression or anxiety. In some cases, really severe ADHD. They may have a history of childhood trauma. They may have experienced physical, emotional, or um, sexual abuse when they were younger. All of these things um, tend to be a, a setup to, again, put somebody at risk. It doesn't mean that they're going to have a problem, but it puts them at risk of having a problem. And so it's, it's, it's those kids, those kids that have mental health problems that we really need to keep a close eye on. Um, having said that, addiction can happen in young people who don't have these problems. And so all of us need to be prepared and equipped as parents. And, and so there, what I would say is that... Um, I, I think you would set the stage for this really nicely that we need to help them 
find the words to say no. And it's more than like just say no to drugs. It's actually like helping them to think through and navigate some of the situations that will come up. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I think back to when, when I was growing up, I received good messaging from my parents that said, you know, we really don't want you to use substances. Um, and that messaging is still important for youth to hear because we should normalize that it's okay to choose not to use substances. And yet at the same time, we also need to prepare youth for, well, what if somebody offers them something, right? So it's like, I don't want you to use, but if the opportunity or moment comes up, here's how I want you to manage it. And, um, what you want to do, what young people need to be prepared with in those moments is like, what is a realistic way for them to say no? And so a lot of um, youth will practice with their parents um, statements like, oh, you know, I'm not going to try vaping because um, I have asthma and I'm really worried about what that might do. Um, Can you lie? Can you lie about that? You know what? It's, it's okay to lie in this case. I I, I, I don't, um, I, in general, try not to be a dishonest person. I try to be truthful and everything. But, you know, in a situation like this where the stakes are relatively high, I think it's okay to just say this stuff. And and for a lot of young people, just they, they need the words, they need the language to sort of get themselves out of it, you know? Uh- and drinking, like, uh, like drinking, I think is, is, and I, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing, but I feel like alcohol is maybe because it's younger and, you know, the drinking age is younger, but I, in, like you said, though, I love that you said that it's our perception more than it's actually using, but we know in the kind of the grade seven world, alcohol begins to come into the picture. Can they say I'm allergic? Like, what are the words they can say for any, when they're younger and they're, it's presented I know we say asthma for vaping, but like <laughs> alcohol, are we just saying I, I'm allergic? Like it's so hard. Yeah. There's a lot of different outs you can have here. Right. So here are some lines. And this is why, like, I think young people need to sort of try some of these out. I think they need to strategize with their parents um, around how to talk about this stuff. And, and to be clear, by the way, a lot of good high quality preventive programming in schools will actually teach these sort of so-called refusal skills, the idea of um, like, how do you say no in a way that feels right to you so that you don't have to do it with your parents. You can actually get it outside of the home as well in a in maybe a, um, uh, an easier environment for some youth to sort of practice this stuff. But some things you might say like, oh, I, I'm worried I'm allergic to that substance or I am allergic to that substance. Um, I'm really worried about getting sick. Um, my parents will kill me if they find out that I did this. Um, my parents will know if I did this. My grandfather had a history of a problem with, you know, my grandfather had problems with alcohol and I'm really worried about what it will do to me. You know, these sorts of statements, I think, give young people very realistic um, reasons to sort of like duck out abusing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I really didn't mean to talk that much, but I really had I was I really have been reflecting on drugs and alcohol because it seems like it's a huge conversation right now, and I we have t- um, daughters that are teens, and definitely it's something that's talked about, and definitely their friends are experimenting, and I think that knowing that this is something that is. Oh God, I like I don't want to say normal, but it's normal. Like knowing that it's normal is like kind of nice, but also really scary. And I can't believe we're here, but I know what I was doing in grade nine, and I know what Nat was doing in grade nine, and I know they're not doing that because I mean I wasn't even school in grade nine, so at least they're in school. But people were getting drunk in the bathrooms, people were getting high, there was drugs everywhere in my high school, like literally on the front lawn when people would get out at lunchtime was just like drugs, like drugs, drugs, drugs everywhere. Acid, everything. Oh my God, so many drugs. So if you are like, not a chance this is happening, I want to tell you it's happening. Um, It's just not, maybe not in something that you're aware of. So Check out thecommonparent.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. There is so much information over there. Uh, And the journal is a game changer. If you sign up for a free member, if you sign up for a membership right now, you will get a free journal sent to you. Um, The membership's like $79 for the entire year and you get interviews and you get prompts for the journal. It really is a communication piece that we're trying to lay the groundwork for your teenagers so they know you're there. And the influence and connection is always there even when they don't want you to be um and it's a program you get and it's about a minute a week and that's all I'm gonna say unless they write more to you and then it's a little bit more but you're lucky they're writing to you because a lot of parents will just have to write and show up because that's what teen and tweenhood is is how do I show up when they don't want me to uh go to cat nat tour um, not cat nat tour oh my god go to the commonparent.com and thanks for being here you guys we really appreciate all of you and hopefully mm, your parenting journey is going well today because we all know Parenting a tweener teen is like the weather. You never know what's coming the next day. <laughs>